The planet's puppet masters almost surely have a plan There's clearly maybe something there beyond the realm of man And until you've thoroughly tested every last close-trusted view I find the more you think you know, the less you really do That's true, Dr. Sayers Where would we be without THC? Holy hell and hallelujah, higher side chatters and tinfoil hatters, drinking a little drink, smoking a little smoke, and just trying to tread water in this Rockefeller Rothschild debt-based system of rule. From sunny San Diego, I'm Greg Carlwood. And welcome to the recording of our first live podcast, people. Definitely a different kind of thing for THC, and really my first time on stage anywhere, but also one of the most unique things I've been a part of. Because we all know that even under the broad umbrella of conspiracy, different people get off on different levels of the elevator, from the entry-level notions that presidents are merely pre-selected puppets for the power pyramid behind the curtain, and news media companies are little more than 24-hour infomercials for propaganda peddlers and their fear porn products, to deeper dives into the depths of mind control and ritual magic, entities in other realms, arconic overlords, and the full-spectrum dominance of the Saturn-Moon Matrix. You just don't always know what level you're going to be getting off on, but in an era where divide and conquer is the conspiratorial course of action for the capstone cabal and the one-two punch of censorship and sensitivity is hitting us harder than usual, it's a beautiful thing to navigate the rough waters of the conspiracy and come out on the other side with everybody having a good time. Now, the main reason to even preface this Pandora's box of conspiratainment is really just to give a quick thanks to the comics who joined the chaos and to give them the name drops they didn't always get in real time. It's only right, and besides the hosts you know and love, big thanks to Steve Lee, the woke prince himself from his own Stevie Weeby show, the adorable Jimmy Dore, ranter extraordinaire and host of the ever-popular Jimmy Dore show, Eddie Bravo, the man who knows the plan and the mind behind 10th Planet Jiu-Jitsu, of course we also have simulation theory enthusiast and comedy gold miner John Toll, he has his pre-existing condition album out on iTunes, the legendarily dapper Brendan Walsh, pastel plaid puller offer and podcaster as one of the hosts of The Bone Zone, Vanessa Johnston, big thanks to her, host of The Morbid Report and Apple off the old Freemasonic family tree, she's in the club, people, and finally, the quick and nimble Gareth Reynolds, cherisher of the Clinton Cackle and co-host of the podcast known as The Dollop. Had to give credit where credit was due. All their links are in the show notes. And of course, you know Sam Tripoli and Ryan Davis from Tinfoil Hat, Conspiracy's Finest Bromance. And you know, big thanks to Sam for holding my proverbial hand, for pushing me out of my comfort zone like my own personal Harvey Weinstein, and for leading your humble host out of the darkness and security of my hazy hireside den and into the light and vulnerability of a public appearance. Here it is, folks, the live show they just don't want you to know about. Enjoy. Welcome to the Entire Side Chat and Tinfoil Hat Swapcast live here at the Ice House. Give everybody a round of applause real quick. All right, please welcome to the stage as a co-host of Tinfoil Hat, Sam Tripoli! 
Alright guys, how you doing today? Welcome to the show. It's the first ever live Swapcast. Uh, let me bring up the people who will be doing this with me. You know him as uh, Stevie Weeby. He's got a wonderful YouTube channel. Please welcome to the stage, Steve Lee everybody! Thanks and for coming. Thanks for having me. No problem. Cop a squat. Why do you have a backpack on? Like you're, you're, no you're trying to I'm, find I'm Indiana really Jones scared. right now. Really what are you scared. doing? I thought it would be a normal podcast, like just going to your room. Okay, that and sounded creepy like as fuck, show. right? Hey, yeah, little Asian okay. kid with the backpack. I got a podcast in my room. Yeah. And joining me up yeah. on stage, he's one of my favorite people. He is the the man, the myth, the legend of conspiracy theories. Without him, none of this is possible. Please get up for, I'm proud to say, my good friend, Greg Carwood, everybody! All right, higher side chatters, how we doing? What's happening? Uh, dude, I'm so excited. This uh, this night has come together really well. <laughs> we were a little nervous on whether anybody was going to show up, yeah. but it's a packed house, so give you guys yourself a round of applause for coming and supporting us. And uh, I couldn't do this. I mean, I'm so excited to be on stage with two of my favorite people who've both been on our podcast, Tinfoil Hat. And, you know, the fact that we're all friends is amazing, and uh, I'm super stoked, man. Yeah, man, I'm pumped. I'm definitely pumped. I mean, I've wanted to do comedy for a long time. Obviously, we're not doing comedy, but to come full circle and be on stage at a comedy club, it's pretty sick. I mean, The, the oldest comedy club in the world. Uh, right. Uh, the no Ice doubt. House in Pasadena. I used to buy a lot of Coke out here. That's what nice. I used to do. Nice. <laughs> I used to, you know, I got a drug problem because I like drugs. Fair That's enough. Problem. And, uh, but I would do AA in Hollywood. But I didn't want anyone to know I was doing coke in Pasadena, so that's what I did. A double life. Yeah, double that's life. how we did it. Wow. Well, yeah, man, I think this is pretty sick because, you know, I forgot who it was who said it on my show, but in the old days, it's only the jester could speak truth to the king, you know, without getting his head cut off. And so I think there's a special relationship between truth and comedy, you know? 100%. It's kind of what got me into it. Guys like Bill Hicks and George Carlin. There's not really anyone filling that niche anymore. So the fact that you're doing this comedy show over here, we're having them come in here, I think it's pretty sick. Thank you, dude. That means a lot to me. Our, I mean, I know this is going to sound super weird, but our friendship is like very important to me. And all the hard work Aww. you've done over a long time is great. And I just got a real quick. I just want to give out a shout out to all the ladies here at a conspiracy right. night. I mean, that's, I mean, I. I've been fighting my girlfriend night in, night out to get her to stop watching the nightly news, you know? And I come home, and I'll walk in, I'll just hear her trying to grab the remote to change the channel to get off of MSNBC. So the fact that you have a woman here at your show with you, or she dragged you here, either way, I think that's pretty awesome. So give them yeah. a round of applause. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. actually because I've been doing this for a long time and you've been doing it for what a year I yeah I think there. we're a li 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 little under a year yeah have you come into issues that you didn't expect like when you first started have there have things arisen where you're like wow uh, maybe maybe in terms of responsibility or just certain topics or has anything happened that you might not have expected well, I think I think like just people I interact with you know, to some people, I've become this whack job. You got a stigma. And that everything is a conspiracy. But then at the end of the day, it, 
we're always right. Do you know what I'm saying? Like Amen. the narrative with the shooting that just happened, how everybody refuses to look at a lot of stuff. And I'm like, no, this is what I, this is what I think happened. Right. And over time it becomes right. I, I, you know, there's this great meme out there that says, you know, it shows a line that this guy has, uh, one dude has a booth and it says, um, uh, uncomfortable truth. And nobody's at the booth. Right. And then it says comforting lies and the lines around the block. And I think that's what you kind of get into. We're in this weird kind of, you know, you brought it up on your podcast when you were talking about, you know, the powers that be and how they, um, this new media, this new internet, they don't know how to handle it. So, so like Hillary, the Sith Lord just sends out all these emails, all these crazy emails. You're like, why are you eating? Because she doesn't understand hacking and stuff right. like that. And I think that's where this place that we're in where it's like you have the old school, new school. The old school is trust authority. We're all one team. And the, old, the new school is, dude, they're up to some shady ass shit. And it's all about money, power, and Greek. You know? Amen. And we picked a great time to manifest into the simulation because... We saw the Wild West of the internet, the way it is still, it's not like that even now. You know, Rotten.com, I saw some weird shit in eighth grade. And so a lot of guys out here probably did too. Stuff that, you know, our parents didn't even see. And, you know, now it's changing again. But we are in that window too, like you mentioned, where a lot of the old people, the elite, they might not be super careful with technology. And because of that, we might learn some shit, you know, once in a while if you follow those threads. But Steve, my man, how are you doing? I'm doing all right. I'm a little scared. So. I know. <laughs> I get that. I'm like the whole time I'm thinking, oh, what am I doing here? <laughs> I'm like, what am I doing here? Well, the lights Steve, are really bright. Within what yeah. we're talking about, within yeah. your own life. I don't know what's going on. I literally don't know what's going on. You got to work. I'm like about to sweat. I'm sort of sweating. Dude, I'm sweating like a Podesta <laughs> under oath. I'll tell you right now. It's, so, it's nerve-wracking. I live in Arizona, um, Tempe, Arizona. I went to Arizona State, and um, I did more drugs than I should have, uh, and so I saw weird stuff on, on LSD, and so... Um, Tell me about the demons, Steve. Well, my, my, my whole conspiracy started back then because uh, uh, I uh, did, took some bad LSD, and uh, it was during winter break, and um, I, uh, I, listened, I had a Portishead, uh, her first album on a boombox, and me and my friend Kendall were uh, breakdancing to it, and... Uh, and then we, I, 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 Were you a top rocker or a pop locker? I don't know what I was in. I was dancing like a monkey. Or, okay. Uh, but uh, uh, I had to take a shit, so uh, I went Which is back weird because you do that on shrooms all the time. I'm constantly yeah. thinking I'm going to shit. Does, my well, it's it poison. It, does, it, does, it, does, it is poison. <laughs> it goes through your system like one. I thought it was a spiritual monster. Yeah, no, no, it did something. It's oh, a double and, 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 show and, and I did uh, get, I drank too much Sunny Delight, the, the, the orange beverage. And so when I was uh, listening to Portishead, it was uh, track three called uh, Strangers on the first album. And it, I don't know if I was like really listening to the lyrics, but it did something to me. I was, um, you know, it was kind of juicy. It was kind of juicy back there. And, <laughs> and then I was actually looking down at the, um, I was in the dorm room bathroom and uh, it was kind of like, like a rock type structure on, on the ground. And I, it started moving on me, like kind of circular motions. And so I'm like, whoa, I'm like really tripping now. So, but then I followed it up to the wall and I saw dead people like, like, like this, like, like how like that. They were like melting. Yeah. So they were there and they wanted to get my attention. And so that was when I realized that there was other dimensions on this plane of existence that we're on, like, you know. It's powerful. I, I, I knew that, I knew that this was all kind of like, just like, 
like an illusion, like there's other like dimensions. Like I don't know how else to put it, but um, it was one of the scariest days of my life <laughs> because um, my friend Kendall, um, you know, he, he didn't know I was there for a, probably a long time. <laughs> so, yeah, time I, really is hard to really. Yeah, so, I, on acid? so he yeah. was knocking on the door like. Um, he was like this, um, he was like East Coast, kind of like New York rapper kind of dude. Okay. So he, I guess they say done there. Okay. Like, yo, yo, done. What's up, done? What are you doing in there, done? And I'm like, um, and I open the door, I go, oh, there's like demons in the bathroom. <laughs> so I told him that there's demons in the bathroom and that he should go watch them too. So it sounds like your roommate was black and you're Asian, so yeah. it's like this weird Asian, Asian, uh, rush hour thing you two had yeah. right going on. <laughs> well, let me ask you this, man, what I'm okay. curious about is, do you think there, how much of a connection did that music have to that experience? Do you it, think there's a connection between magic this, and music? We talked about this. You're not supposed to tell them that. Oh, yeah. well, we, did. <laughs> we did talk about this, and I think that, because you opened my mind to it, I still cannot listen to Portishead today because in my mind she's there's some witch crap shit going on right well i, I look at her like a witch because if you listen to that song she's like and it's like she's you know i i it's good music i cannot okay. deny that like what's she's a demon but it's good she's a great artist but i just cannot listen to it because there's something cryptic, and I think there's some witchcraft shit going on. What do you right. think about that, Greg? Well, I, you know, a little insider knowledge. I just interviewed a guy, Chris Knowles. I've had him on the show before. Yeah. But this interview is all about this deep dive he did into this woman, Elizabeth Frazier, who he thinks is a woman who's channeling entities in her music. She was in a band called the Cocktoo Twins. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. So she does this wailing, moaning, kind of like really mm -hmm. eerie, just like classic siren behavior. You know, if you've seen Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? And the siren oh, yeah, stuff. Yeah, like that kind of, that yeah. kind of singing. Mm -hmm. And uh, the weird thing, it's a twisted web, but in a nutshell, Tim Beckley wrote a song called Song to the Siren. This girl, years later, covered that song. His son, another musician, fell in love with her, and then he eventually drowned. He oh, got dragged under the waves. So this is literally the story of the siren. The siren attracts you oh, yeah? and then kills you. Yeah. And so Chris's opinion is that like there's some kind of entity that's collecting trophies through this song. Yeah. It's creepy. But I'm sure Portis had has something like that going on. They probably too. were both at the meetings. <laughs> yeah. Um, had to that be. Day, is it um, on Spotify? It is. The, the, uh, when she recorded that song it was under the name uh, This Mortal Coil. So if you yeah. listen to This Mortal Coil, Song of the Siren, You'll get creeped out. But the Cockatoo Twins, that's some 90s shit. Cockatoo right? Twins. But that's some 90s, that's some 90s. That's early, later that, than that, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Or, I mean, I'm sorry, earlier, earlier. I think okay, it's like yeah, 80s, yeah, yeah. 70s, right, 80s. Right, right. But as Greg kind of asked about what kind of blowback I got within my own life, you kind of had some weird kind of thing with your brother. If you don't know who his brother is, he's that gentleman right there he's with his ass cracking it out. Right. Uh, that's Bobby ass. Lee. His yeah, brother's uh, Bobby uh, Lee. Uh, but, yep. And Bobby doesn't believe in any conspiracy. No, right? he's a straight shooter when it comes to that. He, um, I actually um, ordered um, the realms of other realities. Um, this Linda Moulton Howe. Yeah, uh, book. Her yeah, yeah. So I was interested, I bought it, and then I, I had to pick it up at the post office in Hollywood, and my brother uh, had to pick, he picked me up, he happened to pick me up, he's like, you want to get something to eat? And then I had the book, and I was like, um, unwrapping it, and he's like, what is that? And I'm like, oh, it's this, it's this alien book. And he, he was like, he got scared, 
like because of like the, the illustrations and stuff. Because it had like reptilians in it and like alien grays. You're gonna send it to Rooney. Yeah, so he's like, dude, if, if if you don't put that away, I'm gonna tell mom and dad we're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna have to check you in, dude. That's a big deal you're for like, a thirty year old. You're going to That's a board. big deal. Yeah. <laughs> so they threatened. He threatened to like actually put me into like a mental. Facility. Yeah, like a mental facility. So I'm like, oh, I just I'm not gonna bring it up in front of him. No. Yeah. So. You don't want to go there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you want entities to. to Get embedded in your body. That's where you go because that's where the mind control experiments happen. Right, that's where right, the electroshock right. therapy goes mm -hmm. on, and that's what I think. In MK Ultra was. I think they opened some doorways to some things, and then that became what they were experimenting. It started with mind control, and then once they opened these doorways, they start picking up the telephone, and there's something weird on the other end, like Stranger Things. You know, if you see yeah, that, yeah. it comes out of. I'm torture. a fan of that. Yeah, that's a good show. I'm a I don't know why, like, communication with entities, at least some, seems to come out of torture. I mean, that seems to be a pretty major theme. Well, know? I mean, the CIA are, I mean, like, the Nazis weren't defeated. They were just, they entered an expansion dra draft, and <laughs> everybody drafted that. Like, with, with the third pick in the expansion draft, the United States thinks, I'm on Schlossah! <laughs> Amen. You know, and then we, then they came over here, and, you know, Russia got some, you know, uh, we got some. So, yeah. like, of course it's all from torch. It's right. all from a very dark, dark place. Mm. IG Farben got some. You know, a lot of them went corporate and became corporate lobbyists. Like, there's a whole infrastructure of places where they were put into place. And I really think that the American system has become the you know ex-nazi apparatus and like it's kind of emerging again in a big way i think i think the deep state ha has no alliance to anybody except for this small group of people right. and it's a cult basically it is a cult and it's a deadly cult and it's like really i mean like this thing in vegas you're like who are you helping and it's right. just like and you were there man you what are what are I we was there the, what are we i was there in vegas? not only was it a hard week for stand-up because i literally had to go up in front of a crowd and tell well-crafted multi-layered dick jokes and get laughs from it <laughs> but i also my friend ralphie may passed away right. and i had to do yeah. on top of that so it was a very but the crowds were amazing, man. It was a, it was a blessing. But you know, the, whenever a story starts off, and like, I, I knew something was up because I think it was Brian Williams, right? Brian Williams, within like guy. twenty minutes, had some spook on. In not I'm only sure. not only did he have him on, but he had a, a suit, all done nice, fully makeup, ready to go. Like, if you've done television, you know makeup takes a half an hour, 45 minutes. So that guy was ready to rock and roll. He didn't even run in, like, take off his head. like, sorry, I just got back from Pilates. Do you guys need me real quick? No. Well, you he, would he, think it would be a more chaotic thing, a more, like, spur-of-the-moment thing. Right there already spinning it with the, you know, right. this is what you saw and all that stuff. So it's like, I loved it, man. I love just trying to find out what they're up to and let everybody know and just let it spread. Did a fair amount of people who are here listen to the Ollie Demingard show? Thank you, slow clap over there. Thank you. Well, Anybody sorry. listen to Ollie Demingard on Vegas? Yeah. Some people? A yeah. little bit? Yeah. yeah, I mean, it checks a lot of boxes. And that's another thing. As a conspiracy host, like, this might be the first time that it got, like, really real for you. Like, like a, like a major event, like, while you're on that, you know, while you have that title as a conspiracy host. It's probably a little difficult, right? And you're, you're, that's at your hometown? Uh, Vegas is where I went to college. Right on. So, I mean, yeah, it's hitting you on multiple levels, but, I mean, our, our, you know, it's different when you're talking about reptilians and the hollow earth. I'm sure people have a different reaction than when you bring up the fact that 
Vegas might have been some type of false flag. Yeah, I mean, we're mammals. We run in packs, and we think our pack is our pack, and our pack takes care of us, when we don't realize there's a bunch of, like, wolves in sheep clothing yeah. that have a higher thing going. The first time I realized something was, was wrong is, uh, I mean, not the first, but when I saw it happen in real time was uh, the San Bernardino shitty. Mm -hmm. uh, I was at home because I'm a stand-up comedian and, you know, <laughs> I'm home during the day. I got nowhere to be. You'd be amazed how much time you have when you just write dick jokes all day. So, I, mean, I don't even write the dick jokes. Yeah. So I got more time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I, had the new, I had the television on and it broke into the story about the San Bernardino. And I always tell people, man, the real story is in the first reporting. When you first right. hear what's going on, because for some reason they can't control it, that just it's what chaos. gets out really quickly. And uh, the first, the reporters were on the on the ground at the facility where the shootings happened. And the first thing they said, one guy goes, "I watched four guys in black military fatigue walk in and start lighting people up." Mm -hmm. That, and I go, "Holy shit!" And I started thinking, like, there's some kind of like weird war about to start. And then it started changing. And then within two hours, it was this Middle Eastern couple hated America and they were with ISIS and they caught him and he happened to be shot, bound up, you know, and it's yeah. just like, oh, okay, that's crazy. Because the same people you see walking around the Boston bombing, those guys in all black with the Punisher symbol on mm -hmm. their hats. And it's like when they said that, because I was already investigating the, the Boston bombing. And then when he said four guys in military fatigue, I go, oh, those are the same fucking dudes. That were at the Boston thing. Mm. And I was like, hmm, interesting. And, and this one seems more ritualistic than almost any of them, you know? It, it seems like it seems like there's more um, more magic involved, more esoteric symbolism involved in this one than most. 32nd floor in front of the Black Pyramid. Have you seen the Freemason? I didn't mean to interrupt you guys, but I'm re reading some There's of some crazy shit, shit on that. I'm like, I'm thinking I'm not qualified to be up here. You know what I mean? Like, there's some shit like oh, some this, high level. If you're talking you about know, the Archon Control Matrix, yeah, you're on this level. I just, you know, I've had some scary, like, personal experiences. Are you going to and the light when you die? I don't know, man. I'm just starting to. I'm starting to get frightened a little bit. Like I don't even know what simulation theory is. Uh, I've heard of MK, uh, Hollow Earth. That's uh, Mount Maru. Oh, that's yeah. Let's Let's welcome to the show. Now, some of you guys might know, not know Jimmy Dore. I've known Jimmy Dore for, I believe, like 15, 16 years. We've been out here for a while, and uh, I've seen you in different phases. But this new show you have on YouTube is. Extraordinary, dude! It is amazing. If you guys haven't seen it, it's the Dick Jimmy Dore show with his wife, and then he has a uh, friend out here and there. Uh, whenever I do something and I talk politics, I always tell people you gotta see the Jimmy Dore show. It is—he's doing the Lord's work. You know what I'm saying? Well, um, it takes a little bit more than hating Hillary Clinton to do a show like that. Yeah, <laughs> but that helps. I also hate all the neoliberals and. Uh, yeah, yeah it's, uh, I really appreciate you saying that, by the way. You know, it just came down to, I couldn't see this country making the same mistake it kept making over and over. A, going to war every time, and every one of our major news outlets fanning the flames for war. That's what really got me talking about shit on stage that mattered, was because I couldn't believe what was happening with Iraq war the second time. I just saw somebody uh, said this yesterday, it was very funny, uh, said, you know, we should have been suspicious 
during the first Gulf War when they named it the first Gulf War. Yeah. <laughs> 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 That's great. Now, this is a conspiracy theory podcast. He's in the interdimensions. We're into all the other stuff. And a lot of people are like, well, Jimmy Dore's not a conspiracy theorist, but I, I do believe that you are because I really started following you during the uh, primaries, and you would put out, you and especially Lee Camp, and I love when you guys are on the same segments together, and uh, the the whole thing with Hillary and all that stuff, um, the, the, the the deep state, I don't know if, if you're into a whole that. No, that's thing. happening. That's mm-hmm. that, that They did it to Barack Obama. The deep state sabotaged his deal with the Russians. To have a, to, we were gonna, we were sharing information with the Russians in Syria. This is in like October of last year, the 2016, and Barack Obama set that up. So we were gonna work together to try to fight ISIS. Well, the CIA and the deep state didn't want that shit, right? And uh, that, I'm guessing Saudi Arabia didn't want us fighting ISIS. I don't know what the fuck, but they didn't want it. So they said it. This is from right from Dennis Kucinich said this on my show. So uh, that they sabotaged Barack Obama's peace deal with uh, with Russia. And that, because what they did was they had them bomb, they gave wrong coordinates, and they ended up bombing 100 Syrian soldiers. The United States did. And after they killed 100 Syrian soldiers, the fucking deal was off, right, with the sharing information. And that's exactly what the deep state wanted. And I said to Dennis Kucinich when he said that, I go, well, why didn't Barack Obama push back against this? And he said, Barack Obama doesn't push back. And uh, Barack Obama was on his way out the door anyway, and that's what he figured. He's going to hand it over to Trump, and that's what he did. So, um, I forget what the question was, but uh, <laughs> everything you're being told about Syria is a lie. Yes. Everything. It's a yes. lie. The white helmets are fucking liars. It's all a lie. Why are we in Syria? I was literally on a guy's podcast a few weeks ago, and the guy was trying to tell me, and this is a very famous guy, that we're there because we're trying to help people. Mm. Yeah, I was like, no fucking kidding. We're the petrodollar, right? Of course, people even know what the petrodollar is. It's unbelievable. How many people know what the petrodollar is? You guys know what that is? Be honest. Be honest. I'll tell you what the petrodollar is. No, hold on, real quick. Honestly, how many people here know about the petrodollar? This isn't making fun. Really, how many people know about it? Clap if you know about it. And the Washington Post and the New York Times and CNN is not embarrassed that America doesn't know the, the fucking linchpin of our foreign policy since 1973. They don't care that you're uninformed because they're bought by the people who want to keep you uninformed. That's the whole fucking point, right? And that's why Russia, 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 which is fuck. Trump is such a moron, yet he's able to fucking stay one step ahead of the NSA, the CIA, and the FBI. What the fuck? You have every phone call, every text, and every email Trump and everyone he knows ever fucking made, and you still can't nail that motherfucker? I think you guys are bull- Bullshitting us. Right. Yeah. I agree with that. I think that if the CIA didn't want Trump in office, I don't think he'd be in office. Yeah, I'm, I'm almost like, these guys are so smart, okay? I just had uh, jo- Jonathan Lynn, who directed uh, My Cousin Vinny, wonderful, incredibly intelligent human being. And, you know, he's an old school Democrat. You know, and I believe it was you. Did you talk about how the Koch brothers brought in Hillary to um, so his- move? Move them to the uh, move the Democrat Party. Bill Clinton and Al Gore started a thing called the DLC, which stands for the Democratic Leadership Council. 
And that was in response to Ronald Reagan scaring the shit out of the Democrats. They thought they're never going to win another election. And so what Bill Clinton and Al Gore decided to do is we'll do triangulation. We'll become just like them. We'll take away their issues. Like their issues are, oh, the Democrats want to help poor people. So we're going to fuck over poor people. The Democrats want to help unions. We're going to fuck over unions with NAFTA. The Democrats want to have a stable banking system. We're going to repeal the New Deal banking legislation and the economy will crash within 10 fucking years and we're going to balance again on your backs. The homeowners' backs. They didn't balance it on the banks' backs. They, did, they kicked 5.1 million families out of their fucking houses. That's how they fix the banks. Yeah. So that's what's happening right now. So Bill Clinton and Al Gore started the Democratic Leadership Council, and that was their corporate wing of the Democratic Party, which is now the Democratic Party. And they literally had executives from the Koch brothers on the panel of the Democratic Leadership Council. And the Democratic Leadership Council, their big ideas was to gut welfare while exploding the prison population, while repealing the New Deal banking legislation. And Bill Clinton also tried to privatize Social Security. He had a secret deal to privatize Social Security. People don't know this. He did with Newt Gingrich. The next day, Monica Lewinsky's blowjob scandal happened, and that saved Social Security. <laughs> oh, 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 oh my God, so she's a hero. on stage, one of the most woke motherfuckers you'll ever meet in your life. Please welcome to the stage, the one and only from 10th Planet, my main man, Eddie Bravo. Thank you, sir. Are you not used to the sun? No. Um, First of all, Eddie, it's a pleasure to meet you. We haven't met before, correct? Nice uh, that's you. correct. I'm You're jealous. awesome. Thank you. Saw you oh, stage. that's very nice to say. Yes. I just want to say I'm jealous of your name. Eddie Bravo, Jimmy Dore is pretty sweet. I would like to, well, if I That's could rename myself, ever. I now would rename myself Jimmy Standing Ovation. Okay, I like that. I like that a lot. Um, we were just getting into the whole deep state and all that stuff, and I know we are we talking about uh, Illuminati fucking babies? We no, we weren't talking about that. Yeah. What's got you concerned these days, Eddie? You know what, that's the big, the, the, the big glue one? that's holding all the corruption together is all these old motherfuckers at the top of fucking babies. Think so? Yeah. That's what's going on. It's not a joke, but that's actually what's going on. What, what the pedo gate, hold on, hold on, hold the pizza gate, all that shit, that's why people are being corrupt because they're all in on it. Everyone at the top, they're all fucking babies. I don't know you if know, you're into this. There's too. something to what he's saying. Oh, right, oh, right. There is. They're all fucking babies. There's Because I did a little research. And our defense contracting companies will often procure um, young people, young boys and girls, for sex parties and around the world, right? Court, Most court. Court. So this That's is not news, by the way, to the Pentagon or the CIA. They know this. This is how they do business over there. So you're not far off. That's right. not, I'm not making that up. You can I'm right on. They, they I'm right on. You're right on. They're all fucking made. This is the greatest <laughs> thing ever. And you know what? And, and just because you get, just because you're, you're in the Illuminati. Doesn't mean you're getting the good babies. <laughs> Rock, the, the Rockefeller, David Rockefeller, and, and the Rothschilds—they're getting the good babies. <laughs> okay. If you just—if you just join the Illuminati, you, you're getting babies with teeth and shit. <laughs> hey, I saw—I saw Get Out. I know how this works. <laughs> hey, listen, listen. By the there's, way, there's we're talking Pedogate. Why a man drinks a martini? How hey, great is that? Hey, listen. That's, you guys—you guys, you guys so don't agree with that or anything, but. That, that you're like, why I'm is sure there so much corruption? Why, are there, why is everyone lying? Because they're all, they're not all fucking babies, but they're fucking kids. 
that's what's going on. Well, let's get into this real quick because some people might not know about this. And I think this group, if you're here, you're either a fan of his show or our show or either of these guys' show. So, but uh, the whole thing is this: that there's a there's a dark group that uses pedophilia to blackmail people into playing ball. Now, the reason I think a big part of this is is. I don't know if you saw Daniel Tosh did a big segment on his show about how there's all these YouTube channels very that have weird. this very creepy element of children doing what appears to be like corporate kitty porn. They're right not actually doing it, line. but they do it. And it's gotten billions of views. And what I think they do, dude, is they track who's watching these right. things. And they follow these guys. Uh, and that's a big thing. They follow these guys and they see who is interested in going in the office and then they start to fast track these guys uh, and they put them in these places you have a little girl sucking a popsicle for 45 minutes and now you're gonna run for mayor we just woke jimmy Dore, homeboy <laughs> <laughs> that was the coolest thing i've ever done in my life hey hey let me ask you a question though so with the kid fucking in regards to do you think that there is something there besides just power and blackmail do you think there is like potentially a, a deeper element, a deeper game to why they would do that. It's like uh, on the lowest possible level, you're talking about like gang bangers like East LA, Mexican gang bangers. They will not let you into their uh, gang unless you kill somebody. That's a fact. You don't know that? You ain't, you know. What do you mean? What, what is so, that? so what I'm saying is, if you're gonna let someone into the Illuminati club, you're not gonna let them in. There's a club, just like George Carlin said. There's a club, and you're not invited. If you're you're not gonna go in, you're not gonna be in that club unless you're doing something that they could fuck you up with, unless they have blackmail. And that I'm not just making this up. I know it's hard to believe. Most of you guys probably agree with this because you're here and it's a tinfoil hat comedy. But what's holding everything together is man. They bring people in and they're fucking underage people. That's all that's going. That's all that's going on. And when you get caught, when you get caught fucking kids, you'll do anything, anything to not get caught. And that's what's going on right now. All the right. people at the top, they're fucking kids. That's what's going on. Watch the, the documentary Conspiracy of Silence. Watch that shit. What about Bill Clinton? What about Bill Clinton? He's fucking kids. Jimmy Savile. <laughs> but who? You Jimmy Savile's pedophile island. Well, did he go with Jeremy Epstein? What was the guy? Er or Epstein, yeah. Epstein. That's what called. Savile is from the UK. Jeffrey He's Epstein is a pedophile. He's a convicted pedophile. And Bill Clinton was hanging out with him. And not only is he a convicted pedophile, but he's the guy who threw parties on his island. Yeah. There's an island, a pedophile island, and there's a bunch of them. Only one got caught. There's a bunch. Go on YouTube and uh, search for wife of the Illuminati, and this girl goes on for six hours talking about what's going on. You can believe it or you can not believe it's it. It's a work day. You could, you could <laughs> yeah, but that it, there's like, why is everyone so corrupt? Why is the media lying? Why is why is you're gonna find out why? They're all being blackmailed. That is the way you. Do you think it's Do you think it's all gonna come out? Fuck no. No. Fuck no. There will not be some grand unveiling. No. Do you? You, you know. You know. They're they, gonna, you know they're they're gonna, they're all, no one's going to jail. They're all getting away with it. No one's going to jail. I got away, folks. They never John, John, this John, well, just this is not new. This is not new. This has been going on. This has been going on since the the dawn of humanity. The dawn of humanity. That's true. This this is not new. 
This has always been the elite old motherfuckers fucking kids. Elite, it's always been religious that. It's always been that way. That's what's holding. We're like, why are people lying? Why is CNN? It's because everyone is being blackmailed. Because if you were, if you were, if you were in this club, if you were in the club, you got fucking blackmailed. You would want as many. Uh, people blackmailed along with you as possible. So every week, you put together a party, and this is what they do in Washington, D.C. They put together parties. They invite, oh, we gotta get this motherfucker, this judge, and that motherfucker. They invite them to the party. They think they're, that a 21-year-old is making moves on them when it's really a 17-year-old. And then the 17, this is, I'm not making this up. The 17-year-old fakes like she died. She fucks this old politician. She fakes like she has an overdose. They pull her away. She's part of the program as well. And then he thinks she died, but she really didn't die. And then guys come up, she she OD'd. But she's only 17. She's only 17, but we got you. You don't have to worry about it. We're not going to tell anybody. So now they own that motherfucker. Mm -hmm. That's how they do it. That's how Mexican gangbangers do it in East L.A. They do the same shit. That's what's going on. I I uh, I don't I don't have I can't dispute anything you say. I don't have any information. It, uh, but I will say that uh, I don't doubt that something similar to that happens to people. But I think the reason why the media is sucks so bad is just because of uh, money. And, uh, they're fucking completely corrupted, and they are empty vessels. And they are chosen. Brian Williams was chosen because he's a fucking empty suit. You know what I mean? What do you think about Anderson Cooper? Uh, Anderson Cooper looks fantastic in a t-shirt in Costa Rica. <laughs> Would you suck his dick? And, uh, Operation Mockingbird, people think he's part he, of that. People, Mike, Mike goes, well, he talked about working for the CIA, didn't yeah. he? Right. He was in the CIA. Just, just an answer. Operation Mockingbird, <laughs> Operation Mockingbird was an operation designed to take over the media by the CIA. Yes, right. Right. Dang it, brother. I mean, that's real. That's real. It's that's real. not even made up. Right. So that, but if you asked, I saw a video. Did you see this video where they asked the head of the CIA about Operation Mockingbird? And he says, uh, what's that? I haven't heard of it. <laughs> <laughs> that's fucking hilarious. Perfect. That's what I would say. So now it's like, that's bullshit. Well, I, I also wanted to say that the, 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 the propaganda is just as strong as conspiracies, right? So the propaganda is a conspiracy, but it's right out in the open. And right now, the Russia thing is happening as a conspiracy. And uh, Russia, know, what's going on with Russia? Didn't we get through Russia like uh, we, I eight thought months so. ago? I thought so. But it's no, back. It's Russia's back. back. Russia bought. <laughs> oh did you know God. Russia bought a hundred thousand dollars worth of YouTube ads? Ooh, a hundred thousand. <laughs> <laughs> you, Mister Evil, a hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> that can't even, that, that can't even buy you a house in, in India. No, that couldn't even help you. <laughs> Damn, people know where India was at. Hundred thousand so, shit. They so, laugh at you in India. That's happening right now. The the Democratic Party invented a bullshit lie, which is Russia hacked our election, and that's all they've been talking about. And they get people. We that's all though. They gave up on that. Though. They didn't because they, they, they they've had that operation going on. since 2014. Is when turn they on started. Turn us MSNBC or they're CNN. still on that. They're still on. They're still on. I thought they gave up on that. Washington Post articles today that Russia. You guys, what do you know about Walmart? <laughs> I know Hillary used to, be a, she used to be a board member of Walmart. Hillary. Is that all you know about Walmart? Uh, what else do you know about Walmart? I know that there's, they're unionized around the world except what else? the United States. What else? They have a deal to turn them into concentration camps when they really need to. Oh, yeah, that's what's going on. What? They're closing what? down what? successful ass Walmarts, turning them into FEMA camps. Yep. And everyone's like, yeah! You see Ozark on Netflix? Watch Netflix! If the time were to come where they would need to house large amounts of people in warehouse type facilities, that 
Sam Walton's got the That best. sounds like Amazon would do that because Jeff Bezos sits on the board of Pentagon. Did you know that? Jeff Bezos sits on a board at the Pentagon and Jeff Bezos has a $600 million deal with the CIA, which is twice what he paid for that fucking Washington Post. And he said he bought it because he's interested in democracy. The predatory capitalist doesn't give a fuck about democracy. He wants to crush you. Half of all internet purchases in the United States go through Amazon. Did you right. fucking know that? That motherfucker sits on a Pentagon board? You're telling me conspiracy theorists are crazy? Hey, listen, oh, You've been talking about all the gay bangers for 10 minutes and now you're talking about getting shot. LA gang bangers, that's my the least of our motherfuckers. And every time the Washington Post writes an article about the Russia hacking the election or about Seth Rich or about anything, they are ethically required to put a note next to that, an editor's note, that says we have a $600 million deal with the CIA just to let you know. They don't fucking do that. Why do you think they don't fucking do that? Because they don't want you to know that. Why? Because they're fucking complicit and they're pushing CIA propaganda. That's why. Nothing in the Washington Post about foreign policy, about the wars, about the fucking Democratic Party. None of it is fucking true. None of it. They just hired John Podesta to be on their editorial. What the? I love that guy. (laughs) (laughs) He looks just like... uh, Is he uh, Tyler Bennington? Is he he Tyler Bennington? I love that guy. You know, me up Podesta? Are you kidding? So let me just... He's amazing. He's amazing. (laughs) When a girl says a guy's amazing, he's amazing. Oh, my God. He's amazing. You all, you all know this probably right that I just learned this, so that's why I want to confirm that you all know this, that the term conspiracy theorist was invented by the CIA mm-hmm. after the JFK assassination. Derogatory term. Invented. So now anybody who comes out and says anything about what happened, they go, oh, conspiracy theorist, crazy. I think everybody ask, here is on board with that. So Absolutely. right now what's happening in Las Vegas with that massacre... So now people are putting up YouTube videos that question the official narrative. YouTube's taking those videos down. Right. Why? If they're wrong, who gives a fuck? Right. So those videos are wrong. Who gives? Somebody got a news story wrong. You can't even curate a list of videos that prove your point. They'll say that your list, the very fact that you made a list, mm-hmm. isn't reason enough to take it down. Right now, there's guys out there. There's Illuminati guys that are brand new, or maybe not they're brand. Maybe they're uh, uh, old school G's, but they're bragging about. The babies are having sex with. <laughs> I'm sure they are. Man. You know they got a. Oh, dude, I got an eight month old. Oh, Jim, I know she. And then I got a, Jimmy, I I got a four month you know. old. That's real. That's right. real. They're eating, they're eating babies. They're eating babies. They're drinking their blood. They're there is something to they're the rejuvenation. Uh, right. You can do a blood transfusion. And if you want to know why Hillary could not walk being handled all the way and she stumbled and fall, it's because she was injected with the wrong six-year-old and everybody knows it. <laughs> That's why she didn't win. You cannot stumble on national People television. Think that's true. As soon as they really saw her right. fell down, everybody with money goes, we got a new horse and Donald Trump was the winner. I got I got in trouble because when she fell down and they lied about it for ten hours, right? Why she fell down? They lied right. about it. They didn't take her to a hospital. A sixty-eight-year-old woman with brain trauma history she passes out. You don't take her to a fucking hospital. What the fuck? So something was going on, and so I started to go. Well, they lied about it for ten hours. So I get to speculate. Why would if they she really just had pneumonia? They wouldn't lie about that. So I started to speculate that she had Parkinson's. Holy fuck! People still want to kill me today because I said that. Yeah. I Listen, still think don't forget it. I still think she had Parkinson's. She probably took, it will come out in a few years that she has fucking Parkinson's. She probably took a, too much Alpha Brain. That's what happened. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? 
Alpha brain? Is that like alpha powder? Yeah. It's made from the it'll, it'll give Brian you bones and children six hours. They give you a boner for six hours? No, the runs. Oh, the runs. That's the that's not that's not gonna that's help sex. Yeah, I was, I'm glad like I haven't got to drop anything. Out, but you dropped something I thought was really interesting as an analogy in terms of the presidency, yes. and that is a comedy club. Very much so. Yeah. Drop I that think, on the people. I think that's a great analogy. The way that we look at this person and we give him so much real estate in our minds is just a continuing propaganda. The fact that we have one central figure brought down and we color him with the color orange, which is just hooked to our orange chakra, which is just rooted right below our red chakra. And that's the reason we're all so angry about this. The more angry the world is, the better the economy is because people don't have any time. So you work harder with less time. You make poorer decisions and everything just continues to run. And that's the way the business is. As far as the presidency is concerned, a comedy club, if somebody asks me to come here and headline, which I've talked to the booker and it's never going to happen, but that's fine. All right. But in that time, when I come here and headline, I'm in charge. I'm in charge of this room. I decide what policy is. I decide how it goes. I decide how you react and I make and I change based on what my game plan is, based on what you're saying. Am I really in charge? No, I don't own the building. I don't put the lights on. I didn't do any of the marketing. I didn't do any of the advertising. And when my 45 minutes or my four years or eight, or in this case, he is our last president and he will go 12. Uh-huh. Okay, that's fine. And then, yes. So it's that sense. Eddie Brown, everybody. Love you. Baby. 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 The fucking the babies. So, so I, I, I also got a, a lot of trouble for saying that uh, Hillary Clinton presidency would be worse than a Donald Trump presidency. Right. Because. Streamline. Yeah, the plan. Because uh, Donald Trump mm. is uh, an entertaining nincompoop, right? And Hillary Clinton is an unentertaining fucking oligarch who knows how to get horrible shit done, right? And that's how they deregulated the fucking banks and crashed the economy. That's how she voted to get us in Iraq. That's how they did fucking Libya. That's how they overthrew Honduras. That's how all the fucking horrible shit they do, they do it, right? You can't stop them. So I, I now with Trump as president, they couldn't even repeal fucking Obamacare, right? And I predicted that. I predicted that, that he wouldn't be able to keep the Republicans together and the independents would go against them. So that's exactly what's happening. And so I still people, again, you're the Antichrist just for having a different opinion in this country. And McCarthyism's happening right now at fucking 100 miles an hour at the top of everyone's lungs, and no one's fucking saying anything about it. It's a weird time to be alive. I started talking about this shit when we were going into Iraq. Everybody that I knew knew the Iraq war was bullshit and was a lie. Everybody I knew. There were a million people in the streets protesting. They did not show them on the fucking news. You know, when they started Occupy Wall Street for a week and a half, those motherfuckers had to drive through Occupy Wall Street to get to their newsrooms and and Manhattan, and they didn't fucking mention it. (laughs) Right. And now, but but now with all of the the, the micro-divisions that we have, and the fact that now even coming out in public is a quote-unquote scary thing, and that's how you stop the peace movement, is to give the fact that 100,000 people cannot come into one area with one single idea, which is to stop war, because everybody's so at each other's throats because they're all mad because you didn't bring the right color bat and the right color face scarf to come and start this work. This is Brendan Walsh, everybody. A round of applause for Brendan Walsh. Hey, Brendan. Can I ask Brendan a question? Can I ask yeah, Brendan a question? Go for it. 
Brendan, uh, he just mentioned the anti-war movement. Now, it's very strong on the left, and it's very strong on the uh, far right, the anti-war movement. Yeah. Do you? A lot of people have said that they thought Charlottesville was an attempt to drive a, a wedge between the left and the right because they the elite feared that we were coming together to oppose them economically and militaristically. What do you say to that? I mean, I don't know what the fuck's real anymore. But I, I mean, I do think that, I think that's what this Vegas shit's about, too, is mm -hmm. to fucking, it's all static. It's to keep us all fucking yes. confused and scared and the fucking news. And, you know, and it's so easy to be labeled as a fucking psycho just by asking questions. Like, you know, like the Pizzagate thing. Okay, whatever. Maybe that's crazy, but like when the fucking news and everybody's like, no, 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 that's debunked, that's debunked before the story even comes out. You can't even hear that's the story. fucking suspicious. Right, right. You can't and even like, hear the when they have fucking like tributes for the Vegas, like it's like, when did you guys put these tributes together for the Vegas Vegas? <laughs> it seems like it's been in production for two weeks. <laughs> like, it, it's just, it's fucking when it's just immediately turned into a button or a pin and a song. It's fucking curious to me. Right. It's like and there's why no. Why do they care if people get it wrong? That's why I don't. If someone's wrong about the Las Vegas shooting or but someone, like, how's everything solved so fucking right? quickly? Right. And like, I guarantee you this: Vegas, much like the Pentagon, more fucking cameras on the Pentagon in Vegas than anywhere uh, in the world. But you're never going to see a plane hit the fucking Pentagon. You're never going to see a fucking video of that. And you're never going to see a video of this guy bringing all those fucking guns up to no, his right, fucking room by himself. Absolutely. You're never going to see that. All the I saw a picture. I just saw one picture of his room. So maybe there's more pictures. I hope. I'm sure there are. There's no. I didn't see any shell casings. Now, a thousand right. shell casings. No. Where? Where, Where are, are they? they? Are in the, Show me a picture of the shattered glass on the ground. There should be a fucking pile of shell casings about four feet high. He shot uh, sixty bullets a second for fucking ten minutes. Are right. you kidding? And they should be pulling bullets out of the asphalt, out of cars, and everywhere. Off from the same fucking gun. The bullets should be. The heat of the projectile should be burned into the carpet because of the of how hot it was. Mm -hmm. That you should be able to look at the ground and see that it has been disturbed. It just looks like a hastily. Put well, there's never going to be a fucking. There's never going to be a real investigation. Right. The story's already official. Yes. Yeah. And there's video. There's a videotape that I watched. Uh, or videotape is on YouTube. <laughs> The VHS tape in the mail today <laughs> sent to uh, Bud Friedman at the improv. <laughs> but uh, they, no, there's, it's a cab driver in the Mandalay Bay. You turn around and you hear gunfire far away, oh, and you hear right away. And it's like, well, that sounds like two different places. Two totally on. different guns. Yeah. Two totally different placements. But well, you're a that. fucking psycho if you're if buying you, it. If you say that, you're mental. That. First of all, this is an open... See, here's, what, here's what's happening lately. You can have an open murder investigation, which is what this is, mm -hmm. yeah. and you ask questions about it, you're immediately shouted down. That's not supposed to happen during an investigation. They haven't yeah. even concluded what the fucking real investigation is supposed to say. So that's exactly what you say. Super suspicious. Why are they taking down YouTube videos that question the official narrative? If those YouTube videos are wrong, who gives a fuck? Right. Yeah. And so don't you want to like explore every part? The thing just fucking happened. Right. Right. You know, like what? And it's they just, don't it's, say, yeah, yeah, I didn't have a 9 11 opinion until four years later. So the fact that we're all jumping on this. I haven't watched the fucking towers go down. I said to my girlfriend at the time, this I said, right. what, the, what are these motherfuckers up to? That was a controlled demolition. Mm -hmm. Buildings don't fall straight fucking down like that. Right. They do it all the time. Ever since 9 11, it happens every year, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> every building that catches on fire just fucking collapses. Building 7 wasn't hit by a plane. Well, that's the thing. Building 7. Well, that's and ever since JFK, you see JFK get shot in the face, and like now he got shot in the back of the head. 
fucking uh, plane, uh, the Pentagon got hit by something. Well, we're not going to show you it's the video. What you think you, you didn't see what you think you saw is mm -hmm. the fucking official government story for everything. And people just take it. It's well, just like. So if Vegas is a, pro, uh, is a problem reaction solution situation, yes. if it is, what do you think the, you know, what do you think that the motivation for doing this is? I think it's I have no idea. Well, I, I do think disarming, go. it's getting people, like people are, you know, I think it's getting people who might be on the fence about the Second Amendment and about owning guns to be more okay. Yeah, you got to get rid of the guns. Same with the Sandy Hook thing. It's fucking. These are just like ways to try and mm -hmm. get people's guns away because then it's easier to control. We're still a really armed population, and that's the reason. And people's arguments with like, well, when the Second Amendment was made, it was a yeah, it was a fucking musket that shot a billion little BB gun. And that's, it wasn't for automatic rifles. It's like, no, but that's what the government had. Like, right. that's where the law is. Is we can have whatever they fucking have. Right. So, and the Constitution's I mean, being attacked on all angles. So it's the, it's the fact that they are going after the guns. In order to do that, they have to go after speech because they're ultimately going after belief. And if you believe in something that does not go along with the narrative, then we can label you as quote-unquote a conspiracy theorist, quote-unquote crazy, which puts you in the group of the other and that's what the business, we are the business of controlling the other. Right. Well, let me drop this on you. Do you think it's suspicious that the CEO of the MGM is on the Security Infrastructure Advisory Council to the president? The very guy who says, hey, Mr. President, we need to roll out tighter security, more scanners, backscatter machines. Do you think it's suspicious that that very guy who's on that council would recommend such it's things? As suspicious. Has an event go on in, his, in a casino he owns? Yeah. As suspicious as the casino guy who dumped all of his stock before this happened is the same suspicion that I have for the guy who has two different insurance policies on each one of the towers yeah. and cashed in twice. Mm -hmm. What? No, he said it was covered under uh, terrorist attacks, so technically there were two terrorist attacks yes. that day. He so he bad. got he tried to get eight billion dollars. What, what was the second terrorist? Well, the the other plane. Plane. These are two incidents, my friend. Are you shitting me? They hit me and then they hit me again. He had to sue to win. No. Yes. Can you believe it? And he's also. Larry Silverstein. He's also so in a uh, in a front line, a PBS front line, where he admits that Building Seven was a controlled demolition. No, he no. says we decided he to said pull, we pull it. it. We pulled it. We pulled is, it. Right. And so then people uh, dispute what that meant. Right. right. And it's weird that he would. Yeah. Well, he so says he's like we had so much loss of life that day. I mean, everything leading up to that. He says so we just decided at five o'clock to just. Pull. How do you have it prepared to be? <laughs> Can you pull any building on a moment's notice? Yeah, I know. What are you gonna? Yeah, you can no, pull anything. Uh, I don't. You, you, no, again, I have. Uh, I'm not an engineer. I have no idea what happened on 9/11 with those buildings. But I, I, I do know um, that the people who are on that 9/11 commission, the way it was put, like I think we should have another one just so we could get straight answers because the the government lied to the 9/11 commission, which they admitted they lied. I mean, being the Pentagon and NORAD and all that stuff, they lied continuously to the 9-11 Commission, and so uh, that's I would like to have just another one that maybe we could get one where they did I don't know what well, happened. Also, no, they also shipped the, the, they shipped the steel to China right after it happened. Yeah. Like, isn't this the biggest crime scene our nation's yeah. ever seen? What well, the Pentagon too. Off and studied. They dug up the Pentagon lawn. 
fucking threw it away. <laughs> Did they? Yeah, they dug it up. So and you're, also, you're not allowed the, to talk about this before stuff. Before the that, uh, right. Well, yeah, right. people don't, like, I mean, it's, it's... Well, I don't understand why. Like, we talked about JFK's assassination for years and years, and still we talk about it. And that's how it's going to be released this month, apparently, right? Have you heard about that? No, I haven't heard about that. Well, they said that the files were going to be released. And, and then, then they lost them. Yeah, and then they lost them. And then, of course, now no one's talking about those files because there's this, that, and the other thing going what? on. Get out but of here. But they were supposed to be released. Uh, and they lost statute them? Statute of limitations. Yeah, they're not there. No. Are you surprised? Are you surprised at how lame the excuse is? That's what I'm like, surprised about. But well, the news cycle's so fast. The news cycle's so fast, it doesn't have to be good. It just has to be enough of a hiccup for it to reset 24 hours later. We're talking about something else. No. I mean, again, I'll, I, I'll restate uh, about the 9 11 thing. Again, I have, uh, I have no idea what happened, but the 9 11 Commission, um, no one. The people who are on it fucking say it wasn't right. Yeah. Well, the guys, who, to point out. the guys who wound up in power were part of a think tank called the Project for New American Century, yeah. which was a fucking military industrial, it was a military funded think tank, and it had Paul Wolfowitz, Donald Rumsfeld, Dick Cheney, Jeb Bush, had a bunch of people who wound up being in power, were part of this think tank, and their, the whole purpose of the think tank was to figure out how to increase military spending to like this crazy degree, and it even says in there, they're like, well, barring a Pearl Harbor style attack, it's gonna take decades to reach this. Right. So then these guys get into office, and it's like, what, what do you think fucking happened? Like, was Paul Wolfowitz like, hey guys, I got an idea. That's nah, too fucked up to even say out loud. <laughs> I mean, I think I know how we can achieve this overnight. I mean, that's like true? suspicious enough. Like, if there's a guy who's got fucking pictures of little boys in the Sears catalog bathing suit section, taped up in his fucking bedroom, and a little kid gets his dick sucked. I mean, that's like, you're gonna go to that guy first and find out he was there, where he was during the dick sucking. So, to me, the weird, again, the weird thing to me is that we know for a fact that that was a real thing, the Project like, yeah. for New American Century. Yeah, you can find that. That's a real thing, those people planned on the invasion. They, in fact, um, Wes Clark Sr., this general, <laughs> was on Democracy Now!, and he said after 9-11, he went into the uh, Pentagon, and he was and he said, had a guy take him in and said, well, here's the seven countries we're going to invade. Oh, yeah. And it was Iraq, it was Syria, it was Libya, it was yeah, all the Afghanistan, it was almost all the com uh, countries that we have invaded since 9-11. And, and, and Wesley Clark Sr. said, well, why are, we, why are we doing that? And the guy goes, I don't know, because uh, we're good at uh, invading countries and taking over stuff, so that's what we're going to do. Well, he didn't know the real reason, but the real reason was laid out in the early 90s by the New American Century, or yeah. the prospect for a New American Century. Yeah. And that has everything to do with the petrodollar, it has everything... Central to, banks. To central banks. banks, yes, exactly. And, this yeah. is, and if you talk about this stuff, people will tell you you're crazy. They never mention the petrodollar on, on the news. They never talk about it in the Washington Post or the New York Times, to the point where I was out at the LA PodFest last whatever weekend, and I was on with these uh, super intelligent lefty people from these lefty podcasts, and uh, we were talking about something, and I go, what do you guys think about the petrodollar? Now these people are all smarter than me, I'm not smart. They were super smart, they used big words I couldn't understand them at the time. 
And they, none of them knew what the fuck the petrol dollar was about. But dumb jag-off nightclub comedian Jimmy Dore, I fucking knew what it was about. <laughs> but they don't know what the fuck it's about. How the fuck do you not know what the fucking petrol dollar is about? It's the whole fucking reason the world is like it is. What the fuck? But you know about identity politics and you know what fucking, what the fuck? You don't know what's really going on. The whole thing is the goddamn petrol dollar, which is why we went into fucking Libya, which is why we propped up ISIS, which is why fucking uh, Gaddafi got a sword up his ass, because he wanted to take the oil and monetize it on the dinar and take African oil out of the petrol dollar, and they can't fucking have that. And that's why they fucking went into Libya, which is right now a failed state and a haven for terrorists, which is exactly what they want to turn fucking Syria into, those motherfuckers. Power pyramid structured. Like, what's at the capstone, as far as you can tell? I mean, it's I. It's got to be. I mean, I think there is some kind of a deep state, CIA-run kind of. Uh, there's something being run by a deep state, CIA. I don't know, but the banks. Alphabet agencies. I mean, the central bank. I think it's really the central banks. The, so the Rothschilds and. It's got to be bankers and oil. Well, capitalism is now failing worldwide. And so the revolution is coming. It's just when right now Catal uh, Catalonia is seceding from Spain, and they do not. The European Union does not want to let that happen. I don't know if you saw the videos. They sent outside cops into Catalonia to beat the fuck out of those yeah. people yeah. for voting. Yeah. So that's what. That's how scared they are in the European Union of someone leaving the European Union. So right now, Greece is fucked, Spain is fucked, Italy, 20% of their loans are going to fucking default right now. Because they got the same shit going on there in Italy. All right, so it's all fucked up. Capitalism does not work the way they're running it, okay? Mm -hmm. Capitalism is predatory, and it's being proven right now. We live in the richest country the face of the earth has ever fucking created. Half of all wage earners are less than $30,000, and 50% of this country is poor or low income. What do you call that? I call that a failed fucking system, and that's what they don't want you to know. Touche. What do you think about the fact that cash is going away? And that they are going to move this to a cryptocurrency, and the battle is over. Ultimately, because of the way that everything can be hacked and information, and become, we're going to need to be Totally call it chipped. Call it whatever. You're going to need to look at your face in order to make a transaction. It's going to have some kind of biometric that goes along with the transaction, which means that in order to retain the power of the petrodollar, we need to continue to, that scam, but then move it into a cryptocurrency, create a collapse of what our economy is going to be, and then the world currency will come up to replace it, and it'll be business as usual. But we'll have a brand new new dollar sign in front of the money. Mm, that's interesting. I don't know. I know that the petrodollar is failing. China's against it. Uh, Russia's obviously against it. So I don't. I don't. It, and if the petrodollar does fail, our economy has failed. We're, we are fucked. Because that's what we're built on. We're built on printing as much money as we want, and all the other foreign dollars coming in. So I, I don't. Uh, things could get really mad maxi if we go off the petrodollar. Like, I'm all against it because it puts us in bed with people like Saudi Arabia, who are an oppressive fucking dictatorship, theocracy, as opposed to us being friends with someone like Iran, which, is, which has elections. They actually have elections, and, and, mo and a lot of the countries pro-West 
Why are we fucking friends with them? Well, we're not friends with them because of the petrodollar goes through fucking Saudi Arabia. It doesn't go through Iran. It goes through Saudi Arabia. In the early 70s, Nixon made a deal with Saudi Arabia when we went off the gold standard that if you monetize all your oil in greenbacks and dollars, that we will give, us, give you our military anywhere you want it which is why we're in Yemen, which is why we're in Somalia, which is why we're in Syria, which is why we're in Iraq, which is why we're in fucking Libya, which is why we're anywhere we, well, we're in Niger. We're in fucking Niger right now, okay? We are everywhere. Barack Obama took two wars, expanded them to seven, and they still gave him a fucking Nobel Peace Prize. So that's what's going on right fucking now in front of your fucking face. Barack Obama sells out America to the banks, he retires from the presidency, and his first public act is to come back and take a half a million dollars from a bank. They're stealing right in your fucking face, right. and they don't give a shit that you know it. But so what about all the hope and change he brought to us? Yeah. Right. He brought no hope and change. The <laughs> Democrats controlled the House, they controlled the Senate, they controlled the presidency, and what did we get? We got a right-wing healthcare giveaway plan to the fucking health insurance company. Fucking anyway. We got, oh, you gotta vote, because if Mitt Romney wins, we're gonna get Romney care. But we voted in Barack Obama one, so we got Romney care. It doesn't fucking matter if you vote for the Democrat or the Republican. You are getting more war. You are getting more fucking favors to the oil industry. You are getting more favors to the banks. And you are going to have a bigger income disparity than the rest of the upper 10%. And that's a fucking fact. We are living in a bigger income disparity right now than we had before the gilded fucking age. Right now. And there ain't no Teddy Roosevelt coming to save us. Things are going to hit the fan soon. Yes. So can we vote our way out of this? No. <laughs> Even Jesus, we get a gun. We voted our way out of this. We voted for Bernie Sanders, and those motherfuckers cheated us, yeah. and we got fucking Trump, and that's where we are. People voted for Trump because they didn't want to vote for the establishment. I understand that 100%. We got to smash the establishment. And Trump does create a fucking a space for us to smash the establishment, and we should take advantage of it right now. Touche. Yeah. John, how about the Halloween? Uh, I'm going to head out. See you guys. <laughs> 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 Coming back from the stage, this is Sam Tripoli. Yeah, I think moves. we should get a lady on here too, huh? Hey, please welcome to the stage a very funny lady and a good friend. Vanessa, grab that microphone sitting next to Jimmy Dore real quick. Please welcome Vanessa Johnson. Yeah. She may or may not be a lizard person. I do not know. She's uh she's done a podcast. Her now this is very interesting. She says that her grandfather was a level what number? Thirty-two. Really? Thirty-two Illuminati. Oh, so oh, okay. Cool. Right? Is that what you And by the way, can we can we stop with the the guy shot from the thirty-second floor? Can we stop with that already? Why? Where do you think Because there's shot no thirteenth floor in a hotel. He shot from the thirty-first floor, which is turned around as thirteen. That is the devil's number. Thank you very much. <laughs> oh. Yeah, the guy named Paddock shot <laughs> people at a harvest festival. Right. Yes, a guy with the last name Paddock it was uh, shot people in a corral. At a harvest festival. Right. Wait, the Vegas thing? Yes. yes. Vegas? Oh, what is the symbolism? By the way, I put up a video today on YouTube, and the title of the video was Pat Robertson's Insane Response to the Las Vegas Massacre Demonetized. So wow. anything that just has Las right. Vegas in the title, they don't want anybody talking about it. Unless you're Jimmy Kimmel. They, they, want, they run it. They, they, want, they, they only want the pre-approved corporate mouthpieces to talk about Las Vegas. Mm -hmm. And that's it. Just like every other fucking thing, by the way. Well, you talked about money control. That's the next step. Is guys like us who have shows that are getting 
money right. through digital channels, just shut it off. Oh, you, we don't, you don't agree with PayPal standards anymore or Apple uh, Pay standards. You know, that's what's coming, I think. Oh, they're already trying to do it. That's the whole push right now for net neutrality. People, right. we'll lose that fight. What's that? We're gonna lose that. But fight. here's the beauty of it. Whatever they come up with, there's some dude who hasn't been laid in years, who only lives with his mother. His whole thing is yeah, right here. <laughs> his whole thing is wreak havoc, and he will come up with something that will counter that. And like when you go to China, if you ever do shows in China, I, I, once a year I'll go to Shanghai, and it's wonderful. They have something called VPN. The government has all this uh, censorship. For like a dollar, you can buy VPN, and it's a program that blocks the government from um, controlling your website. Sure, they can't get through that. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> I, I stopped even turning my VPN on when I download stuff because I'm like, what the? Like that's gonna do anything? Because I pay 4.99 a month. Well, I mean, it, what it will do is hold off the censorship, where it's like they're gonna make it so you go to ESPN really easy, but you can't go to Jimmy George. JimmyDoresShow.com right. right. because it would claw and it would be forever. With this new thing, it would be like zip, zip, zip. That's what I think is going to happen. Even 10 years ago, I wouldn't have thought the corporatization of the internet would have been like it is right now. Like, you hear about it. You hear it's coming. You're like, oh, the deep state invented this. Well, clearly it's going to be weaponized and used against us to some degree. But even 10 years ago, I didn't really see how. Now it literally is just Google, just Facebook, just Amazon. Dude, I t uh, Apple and Google and Amazon will form the matrix. That's all happened. Ah. Form the Very interesting. Vanessa did my show, and we did something on... What did we do? We did the Deep States and the Rothschilds. I got he now. He liked the Rothschilds. He <laughs> yeah. He it all the time. She started getting like hit up by Rothschilds left and right, right? Huh. Thanks for uh, blowing my cover. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she had a... I was a, like, awesome. I was like, wait, is this a bad thing? He was like, kind of hot. I was like, yeah. They were hitting her. Like, last name's Rothschild. Just hitting her up. And then her sister... Was dating like a faux Rothschild. What's a faux? What, what is that? No, dude, this is like a can't can 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 This <laughs> <laughs> like a second cousin, like, got, you know. Are there people faking Rothschilds? I was like, you're a faux Rothschild. <laughs> hey, I'm a lizard person. So has your, has your grandfather told you much about his involvement at the, at the 32nd level? Did he tell you why he killed JFK? <laughs> why did he kill JFK? Um... <laughs> My, You're rubbing your neck, that's not a good sign. What? Yo, yeah, oh, is that a sign? <laughs> that is that a defensive, that is a defensive, that is a defensive yeah. move. She's thinking, <laughs> covering. Um, you just wouldn't really talk about it. All I know is that I was thinking about, when I first moved to LA, I was thinking about joining the woman's version, the Eastern Star. What are they called? Eastern yeah. Star. Oh, yeah. I thought they were called Do the Dishes. Oh, yeah. oh. oh. Ah. that was Either a joke. Calm down. Wow. Very um. sensitive fucking conspiracy theory. <laughs> you were you were making fun of yeah. the people who say that. Yes. Yeah, that's what I was doing. <laughs> so you say Illuminati, but like that's a big No, time. I didn't say Illuminati. He's a 32nd degree um, Freemason. And so when I first so was was he? I I, are all the presidents like 33rd? <laughs> I guess like 33rd is the highest degree. They America. said. Yeah. yeah. So he's the 32nd, and they said, they go, like they say, I have blonde fucking hair, I go to the shit, I go to the, I get streaks. <laughs> they say. Anyway. That 30, um, but that 33rd level is the most important. That's when they right. say that, that alternate 
Zapruder film. Well, I have no idea. Show you yeah. that. Oh, you're 33. Here's the real JFK assassination. You get to find out who the babushka lady actually was. <laughs> you get her fucking brownies and shit. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting, dude. It's, it's very interesting. When I go on shows, I often get asked about, oh, you're a conspiracy guy. Are, what do you think? And they, the first one they bring up is Sandy Hook. So I, 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 one time I answered it, and they were just like, oh, and they went, and their listeners went nuts on me. So now I gotta, what do you believe? Where do you want to start? So it's like jujitsu, right? You can't just start teaching people omoplatas, and you know you gotta start basic with it, right? So it's like, okay, what do you think of the JFK assassination? And if they're like, oh, it's Lee Harvey Oswald, I know we're not gonna be able to go very deep with that. <laughs> Steal from the towers and send it off to China. They demolished that school immediately. And they demolished that school immediately. There's a lot of weirdness about that school. There's footage of the school that looks like it had water damage in it. That yep. it wasn't even an active school. And there's a guy, Wolfgang Halbig. Yeah, he is unique right. in that he is qualified to ask this question because he was in law enforcement. Then he was tasked at doing school infrastructure safety. This is literally his job is to protect schools yes. from these situations. He looked at it and said, "This ain't right." There's something messed up here. Really? He's actually going to court in like two months. I'm interviewing him next week to try to like prop up some support for his trial. Really? Yeah, Wolfgang Halbig. Look this dude but up what, because he's a champion. What would be the point? Halbig. So you don't think so? So those kids though, they're death certificates for those kids, right? They're dead. Well, this is another angle he took. He, he doesn't think there were kids there. And what? That, and actually, I know that sounds strange, but you know how they had kids from uh, Sandy Hook sing at the Super Bowl the next year? Did they? They did. Well, he actually oh, he, didn't he know actually went in there. He was like, where? He's like, where's the paper trail there? He's like, where's the permission slip signed from parents? Where's the names of these kids who were singing? They were. Just there's a couple things about it that you go, oh, this is interesting. First of all, the uh, 911 call that was put in was not an active shooter. It was an unwanted guest mm -hmm. is the actual call, that the number that they put in, okay? The second thing that's very interesting is when the FBI lists all the deaths from Newton, because that's how they allocate money based on crime. When they list all the deaths of children that age, it says zero. There's n where? Where does it say zero? It's uh, it's on. It's you can look it up. It's in the oh, FBI yeah. records. Really? Yes. They okay. say the zero. helicopter footage of people walking around in circles, yes. the way the ambulances and the police. And Do you know not one ambulance walking in real quick? Not the other to make them look like a not police. one ambulance or medical person was allowed on there. However, within two hours, porta potties were filmed being driven in and set up. Within two hours, right? And he, but not one. If you look at all the footage, not one ambulance is near that school. And what they do is, Oligar talked about this. Is what they do is they set up emergency vehicles all over the place to stop traffic, so nobody can drive in, nobody can drive out. And if you look at how the the whole chaos of that thing, that drive up to that school is clogged with any kind, every kind of vehicle, police. Regular cars, ambulances, fucking uh, buses, fire trucks, but nothing's there yet. There's no ambulance actually next to the school. It is clogged. You couldn't get any emergency stuff in and out. And the final thing is this. Columbine, what did we see? We saw footage of people climbing out of windows, running for their lives, doing all that stuff. You see none of that. Yeah. 
There's only one picture of one lady walking five to six kids in a still shot out of that. You know the Robbie maybe, Parker thing? But maybe, wait, let me just, Go so let me just push back. Maybe um, it's because there were kids, like young kids, and high schoolers will jump out of a window, but maybe little kids won't. But there's no scene of anybody rushing children out. Oh. So have, have you seen the Robbie Parker footage? Robbie Parker no. is a guy who was I haven't seen. I have, honestly, I just, well, I just the Sandy Hook thing. There was a crazy guy who killed a bunch of kids. Mm -hmm. It was horrible, and that's a lot of thought I gave to it. He was a parent. So this is all new. Dude, this is the Robbie Parker. Parker was a parent. And they the video, but he's laughing as he's like about to take the mic, and he's uh -huh. like he's laughing and having and having a good time. And then he gets up to the mic and he works himself up into a cry, and then talks about his kid that was just killed at Sandy Hook. If you he's, actually, he's an actor. If and you actually listen, Jimmy, to all the the cops. When they gave their, you know, official what happened, they actually say that they found kids running around in the school. They say they entered it, and they threw them into classrooms, which actually the shootings happened. Meaning they told the kid, "Hey, kid, get in classroom 30, 13, right? Be safe there. Don't move." Well, through the information that was put out, that's actually where all the shootings happened. So why would in an active shooter, cops? Be throwing children in the school in the rooms where the shootings were happening. And watch it's, the footage of the guy who who did the autopsies. The guy who runs the morgue. That is a creep. And he says in there, and I quote, "Oh, you can make things look like a lot of things. I have, or if you have good photographers, you can make things look like you want. And I have really great photographers." This the, the, the morgue guy. Said yeah, that? he says it in the. Here's camera. the thing about the morgue. The morgue guy was actually on a crime show earlier, testifying as a mortician, but. He was later found, and there's an article in which he was suing the state for bigger pension, meaning he was retired. He wasn't actually working. He is a retiree All right. suing. So let's say, let's say, just this for the sake so of argument. So let's say, for the sake of argument, all this stuff that you guys have, I can't fact check right, right here, but they did say, let's say it's true. Why would they do all this? Well, it's gun conditioning control. to come for the gun. But why? Gun it's a drill gone live, essentially. And so the who, wants the, who wants the, so they get the police force in on it too? Oh, it's actually what it's called. There's a thing that says, it's a um, Homeland Security FEMA thing where the entire city is involved in my drill. It, and it's a right. name for it. It starts with a C. I can't mm -hmm. remember it right now. Copacan or something like that. Copacan. I know that was so wrong, but um, <laughs> the whole city's in on Now, if you actually look at the city of Newton, over the years, it's got $200 million worth of funding. Every parent there got a house. Not one parent there sued anybody. Not one weird, parent sued somebody. Somebody's okay. It's problem reaction solution. I mean, we talked about why something like this would happen. It's so you can reel in gun control. Yeah, that, well, as we militarize the gun, it comes down to the, the, the quotidian disruption where we have our life that we normally have, and what they do is they create these elaborate things that are going to shock the public because they know the, the shock is just a shock and it's neutral. But there's going to be one side is going to react exactly the way that they're going to react. The other side is going to react exactly the way that they're going to react. So all that has to happen is they just need to move the people forward 
And that's why we have we have Sandy Hook, we have this operation here in Las Vegas. Well, why is because it needs to be disrupted, because they need to move this forward. Hold on real quick, but what to gun control? What I don't understand is like people are like, oh, they're gonna say we're going to can't defend ourselves. Like, dude, you can't defend yourself now. You know you don't have fucking but, but nuclear bombs. But that's not true. But the, like, the, people say it's people defending themselves. It's not defending right. themselves. So what is it? The right to bear arms is to overthrow a government because they've well, gotten out of You think we can overthrow the government now with our arms? Well, uh, if you actually got everybody together, yeah, dog. It's they a lot, totally it's a lot of risk here the way they we're spread like, out. Do they have like tanks and like fucking old Yeah, but we have 365 million people. That's the whole thing. It's like, that's why nobody, a big reason people don't make, but back to the gun control, dude. It, it, as we are, as they keep trying to tell us we need more and more gun control, we are seeing the militarization of our police yes. force. Take a look at North Dakota, and you brought up what's her face, Elizabeth Warren, who didn't go, there, didn't say anything forever up until the end when it looked like it was over. Then she jumped in. Okay, look at how they went after those fucking protesters. They fucking beat them down. They shot them with fucking fake bullets. I mean, with a with a pellets. I mean, they drone strike them. I mean, that's why you need guns because most places that where nobody's allowed to go have guns. The police don't carry guns either. So when you say de-arm, you got you're, when you're saying de-arm the public, you have to demand that the police do it too. That's the only way it works is if both sides don't have guns. So let me, uh, let me just <laughs> let me say this uh, because I, I see both sides. Of this. I, well, see, I, I think we should keep the Second Amendment. I love guns. I'm just I just don't think we can defend ourselves now. Well, I, I disagree with that, but that's fine. I mean, we're not going to know. Well, I disagree with both of you, but I'll say this. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll say this, that the reason why people say they wanted to keep their guns ultimately was because of the fight against the tyranny of the government when they come for your rights. Well, the government already took away our rights. We, we live in a surveillance state, right? We no longer even have habeas corpus. Habeas corpus is the linchpin of democracy, which means that the government can't take you and put you in jail forever. They have to give you a swift and speedy trial and charge you immediately. That's habeas corpus, so then you can defend yourself, right? So they got rid of that. Barack Obama, Section 1021 of the NDAA, repeals habeas corpus only for people deemed to be terrorists. Did you know that the Department of Homeland Security issued an edict in 2003 that said that any protesters, peaceful or not, would be considered as terrorists? So if you want to ever protest your government for the redress of grievances, you are now a terrorist, and the government can now throw you in jail forever yeah. without giving you a charge or a trial date. That's because we no longer have habeas corpus. Habeas corpus was included in the Magna Carta. So we've repealed the fucking Magna Carta, and now we are operating at a liberty level somewhere around the fucking 1100s. In the Jimmy motherfucking <laughs> So I don't know how much time we really have left here, but we've gotten pretty heavy into the political stuff. Jimmy, what do you think of aliens? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love this. Have we been visited? Are they running our government? Is NASA a black ops? <laughs> Any of that stuff. I have long, long thought, for real, that my mother-in-law was from Mars. <laughs> 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 and this show has given me the courage to admit it. Yeah! <laughs> You're in a safe place. No, uh, as far as, so they just found out all this crazy shit about Pluto. 
Now, I don't know if you know Pluto, they said was a planet. Now it's not a planet. They went back there. Turns out there's heat on planet, the coldest planet in the fucking world, which is making ice stuff move all over the surface of Pluto. There's almost life there is what they're saying. Oh, my, oh God. my God. So if there's almost fucking life on Pluto, I don't know. I have to think that we are not the only life in the universe. I think it's fucking arrogant to think that we are. And that's why we have things like SETI and all this stuff set up to try to detect life other places. Scientists, the smarty pants people in the world, think that there's probably fucking someone else out there. So I'm gonna go along with the smartest people in the fucking world and say, yeah, I think there probably is some intelligent life somewhere else in the universe. Here's this, uh, that's a great point. Uh, you talked about this on the podcast. Do you guys already do Hollow Earth? Why no, no. no. Well, I mean, Hollow, uh, Hollow yeah, Moon. Right. Have you done Hollow Moon? Uh, tell your whole theory about the Hollow Moon, because I it blew my mind when you were talking about that stuff. Well, it's just that we do have in our in our oral history as a planet, there is stories that have been passed along of a time when the moon was not here, and so what happens is they they believe that the moon was brought here as a way to get our agrarian civilization and have the tides come in and out and have the weather change and have all of this move around. Brought here by aliens. Brought here by aliens in order to control humanity. And that's what we find ourselves in, that ultimately we sit here and we believe that we're being controlled <coughs> by the by the gravity of the moon and it's, it's a placement, even though it, it's, it has no reason to be there at the size and the space and the distance that it is, it's this perfect thing. And really what I believe is that we're here to feed the moon and that moon is taking the chaotic energy from the planet and it is being beamed elsewhere. Welcome to the deep end. So, uh, that's why we is legal, all right? No, but the interesting thing is, you know, Jimmy, that the, the moon is bigger than Pluto? Do you, I didn't know that. Yes. Yeah. The moon, the moon is bigger than Pluto? Is bigger than Pluto. I did not know that. And it, the fact that it, not only does it go around, it goes around our Earth, it never turns, and it's in a perfect Orbit. It's not an old, It's not a eclipse. It's just a perfect. Everything in the solar system spins except the one thing you can see with the naked eye. And oh, but that spins exactly at the so right. So you're telling me the moon does not orbit on an axis? It does not rotate. No, we this never see true. the other side. Yes. Every time you look at him, you see the same face. This guy, right? look at him. This is all he looks up. All I time. swear to God. <laughs> This is tough stuff. This is a lot. This is too much shit. Gareth to Reynolds in the room. We're too afraid to come up on stage from the dollop, everybody. Yeah. yeah. Gareth, come on up. I have to go to the bathroom. Come join us. Come on out. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you switched out was It smell like butt? It's <laughs> What'd your grandpa say about the man? Hey, by the way, give it up for slim Gareth Reynolds. How much yeah, looking great. You lost. I have Woo! a tapeworm. Yeah, okay. <laughs> well, it's not good, but thank you. The weight loss has been unbelievable. Garrett, uh, did you have a fun time in the other room doing the uh, this show? I did, yes. How'd this it go? The same show? Yeah, the other yeah. show in the other room. Okay, hi. Okay, hi, okay. hi. hi. Garrett. Hi. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was great. Lots of great uh, energy, and uh, you know, the tapeworm drains you, so I'm a little beat. <laughs> so you've always been kind of that there's a lot of political corruption out there. You've talked about it. Sure. Uh, are you in any conspiracies out there? You, you and I have been friends for a long time. We used to do the Naughty Show, and then you left me for somebody better. That's fine. I think that's a conspiracy. Yeah. <laughs> that's explained in a bullshit. Um, are you any conspiracies you enjoy? Anything? Any thoughts on Hollow Moon? Anything? Uh, gee, I wonder why I didn't want to come up here. Cool. Uh, <laughs> 
No, I mean, all I want to do is talk lizard, about Lizard people, Hillary, is deep state. I know you're in the line for you. Where's the line you get off Monsanto? I don't think anything is really too far. I, I will pretty much believe anytime that there are people who are uh, stand to benefit from something, automatically I'm like, nah, I don't know. You know, even in Vegas, you're like, there's stuff where you're just like, I don't know. I don't believe, uh, I, I think there's a lot of stuff people can do from inside, and they totally would, and uh, that most of us are just like, Colin Kaepernick, Trump! Well, they're just like, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, the whole thing is this, like, you know, the owner of the Dallas Cowboys, this guy taking a knee, you know, yeah. and he's like, we can't have them calling our, our players son of a bitches. Why they hit all the fucking uh, uh, all the head traumas information? They keep playing Thursdays when the players say we we don't want to play Thursdays. It's too bad in our bodies. They don't give them all the information on the money, okay? And on top of that, Jerry Jones is in oil, okay? And what we're we about to do? We're about to go into our eighth and ninth war in Venezuela, okay? And what do we do in Venezuela? All right, it's. Why are we going in there? Oil reserves. Oh, they want to get off the petrodollar. And nobody wants to think, we're about to get our eighth and ninth war, people. Eighth and ninth war. Those are Hitler numbers, okay? <laughs> we are in the area of Hitler, and I know we love our Snapchat and our Pornhub and all that stuff. But man, when you go watch Star Sam, Wars, when you, you go watch Star Wars, just know we're the empire. We're the guys in white. The storm and kick everything over. And that's, we're not the good guys. It's not about freedom. It's about taking your shit, yo. <laughs> I was gonna say that. Uh, no, I think you're right, Sam. The stormtroopers are the height of white power. Yo. Really, that's where it ends up. I think there's a piss tape. What? I think there's a piss tape. You think there's a piss tape out yeah. there? Some kind of blackmail for sure. I think there's you a piss tape on top of it. <laughs> so are you into the whole Russian game? The Russian shit went down. Russians hacked the, the uh, elections. Yeah. Since the 50s? Yes. When did it yeah, start? The truth right. is that, yeah, for years our election, like, we're, we're on, like, those Diebold fucking things. When you start them up, it's like, Microsoft 7. You're like, is that good for electronic voting? Yeah. Right. <laughs> we're all in for new iPhones, but our voting system is just still working on, like, So do you think models. Hillary should have won that, that election? Well, I mean, I think we should definitely have a, a popular vote in this country, but that doesn't mean that I think uh, that's the... Right choice. Well, I mean, but again, when you get two plates of shit, are you and for one has affirmative action? I'm like, I'll take that plate of shit. Are you for affirmative action? Yes. Are you for that? Yes. It's the same thing. Because if you don't have an electoral college, North Dakota, South Dakota, their votes will never matter. And you're like, well, they should matter. But that's not how it operates. I mean, you have to have everybody have a chance. Think about it now, hold on, real quick. Now, you're for, you're against electoral college, but. Hillary completely jacked the Electoral College in the Democratic primary, and the only reason she won that shit is some, some bullshit early, like, oh, we don't even care who you're running against, we're gonna give you all the electoral votes. So, like, what does she want? Does she want the Electoral College, or doesn't she want the Electoral College? Because it got her Democratic primary fucking vote and the fucking nomination, but then she's crying about it when she got lit up by two, three groups. Um, people affected by free trade, okay? that were affected by NAFTA and free trade. The black vote didn't vote for them, and this isn't racism, because they know she passed the crime bill in 1994, yeah. her husband, which incarcerated tons of fucking people because this much crack was a helicopter's worth of fucking coke. 
So she lost those votes, okay? And then she didn't look, then, then women didn't vote for her. Didn't vote I, I for think it they all. both agreed to play ball. We gotta stop voting for a small select group of people who've already I agreed to play ball. I completely agree with that, but you this know? notion so that like she got robbed is is no. it's laughable. Well, I did not. I do not think Hillary Clinton got robbed. Review the tape. Run the tape you back. Motherfucker. Sam. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, not at all. I mean, I, look, I fuck, we should have like eight parties. We should have multiple. We should have multiple options. That is what is amazing about this country is that every other every other part of our life we demand options. Sauces, fucking movies, cheesecake factories menu is bigger than the goddamn Bible. And then when it comes down to it, we get two, and we just sit there and go like, "Fuck you, she's perfect." Yeah. But it's like, what the fuck? There's so many better. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm totally about that. Do you see the Do you see the country breaking off into smaller states? Well, we should. There's literally I like what that. five states? There's five countries in America. That's and I believe that's where we're going. Yeah, uh, five we're or four. The size four. of Europe, if you look at our mass size, North America is the size of Europe. Yeah, and think about how diverse they are. I wouldn't hate that. I feel like people should be, you know, if you want to be conservative and live in the South, great. If you want to be liberal and live in California, great. Well, we should the, be able to space it out. The issue is, like, uh, military, because how would you protect it's, Well, if we stop we, going around the whole world, maybe we don't need such a big military. Yeah. Also, yeah. you know, like, I, I support that, too, but what we got to understand is that we will have, like, a Nazi state, like, nearby that we're just going to have to be like, Godspeed, guys, do you? Uh, <laughs> before CERN opens the portal to hell? <laughs> Is that when the simulation resets? No, I think the, the simulation will just continue to go on as it was designed. We are going to, if you, are we have Agenda 21 people in here? Where's our Agenda 21 people? Agenda 21 people. You guys know that there's just not enough land to grow enough food to keep the population that we have here. And we're going to have the state taking away our very ability to own private property so they can grow food on the land as everybody comes into the city centers and the city centers grow skyward. By the time that happens, the United States, the Electoral College, our very currency and everything we believe in will be gone. And this will be a one world government. And it's already here. So well, I, I thought Project 21 was all about not hitting on a soft 17. <laughs> <laughs> Damn higher! <laughs> this is this is way more interesting. So I just have one question for you. Why do you love Hillary Clinton? Yeah. You know, it's <laughs> the laugh. I find <laughs> the authenticism of the laugh is something I want to see what it could do when it's legislating. <laughs> yeah. I think uh, yeah, Tom Cruise told her to calm down. So that's how you know her laugh. I was happy that the the Russians blackmailed Trump. I'm sorry because. If, he, if we got Hillary in, we most likely would be in World War III right now. She wanted to enforce a fly zone. No and fly zone in Syria, which would have meant it definitely a war with Russia. Mm -hmm. But we are, in a, we are in what they're conditioning us for, which is pre-war, which is why we have automatic gunfire on our television on loop, which is why we have gunfire explosions going off in Paris and in England, and now here, because they want us to be used to hearing it, so when we do actually get to experience it, we all know now to yell active shooter. The exactly. helicopters, too. Yeah. The amount of fucking helicopters, my family from England was in town, 
and they saw a helicopter, and you would have thought they saw a fucking dinosaur. Like, we have so, there are so many, there are like three helicopters over my place all the time, and I'm like, what the fuck is so goddamn important up there? What the fuck are you doing? Why what is going on? Well, look, look, what's going on is you live in a shitty neighborhood. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one of those helicopters is Sam with the cocaine. Yeah. You should, yeah. You should move to South Pasadena. Or West LA. I live in North. I live in North Pasadena. Helicopters all the fucking time. Yeah. I, I, I appreciate that you came down to my level. I literally, I literally, I built a studio in my garage, and I literally had to double fucking sound insulate it because of the helicopters that go over my fucking. I literally had to do that, and I had to put a soundproof door on my uh, studio. So I know exactly what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. No. Why do you love Hillary? You know, <laughs> when it comes down to it, it's the honesty of a marriage. I think you know that those two have a real connection, and I want to see that carried through into legislation. I really do. Let's see that honesty in active. So, uh, do you have any thoughts to me on the Lolita Express? I don't know what that is, but I wanted to tell you. I love that. There I should be just a segment where. Wake up, Jimmy. That's <laughs> here I, this. I'm the most woke guy that I thought I thought I was until I came here. I thought 9/11 was all solved. Turns out a lot of shit's still happening. Yeah. And and uh, I knew people were fucking babies, but I had no idea. Guys, real quick, real quick. Guys, please take care of your cocktail waitress. She's a wonderful person. Oh, yeah. Please take care of her. She's been cool as hell. Um, we gotta wrap it up. What is the Lolita thing? Uh, the Lolita Express, uh, Jeff, what's his name? Epstein. Epstein. Oh, that guy. That's his yeah. pedophile island in the Express. He just paid system. out a bunch of people. So what do like, I think about that? I think that guy's a fucking pedophile. He's convicted. You're but what do you think that? about the fact that uh, Bill Clinton has been on that flight to that island and 25 Trump. times? And well, Trump. Well, and Trump. And ditched his Secret Service to do it. Did he really? So I'll tell you, I'll tell you this. It's just, it's just funny to see Hillary Clinton wag her finger at Donald Trump for being a misogynist and a sexist and all that stuff, when her husband's claim to fame was he got jizz on an intern's dress. <laughs> and that's literally what it was. That's what took him down. So I think people watched that happening and went, you're full of shit and he's full of shit and we're being served, as South Park told us, a shit sandwich. And I'm not fucking voting for that. And that's why I didn't vote for either of those motherfuckers. We, and you know what? You can oppose Donald Trump without propping up Hillary Clinton. You don't have to be a fucking defender of bullshit, corporatist warmongers of the worst sort, which is what Hillary Clinton was, to oppose Donald Trump. You can oppose fascism without getting in bed with corporate fascism. You can fucking do both things. And that's what I'm doing. Real quick, uh, we gotta wrap it up here in a couple um, real quick, you've been in Hollywood for a while, and you, you know, we, we're friends with a lot of these Hollywood people who, who, you know, are movie stars and television stars, and you go really hard on Hillary. Any blowback from that group of people who just can't stop? No, I'm with her. I miss her so much. You guys said blah, blah, blah. And like, do you get any blowback from that group? Well, um, I'm here and not. Um, <laughs> at Largo. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, I get a lot, fucking, sucks, lot, lot of shit from a lot of people. A lot of people all the time, and they just, whatever they feel like going on Twitter and insulting me, they fucking do it. People I know, producers in Hollywood, people who produce fucking, for that guy, uh, uh, not The Simpsons, but the one that's not as good. Futurama. Uh, uh, no, the other one. Family, family Guy. Yeah, Family Guy. Oh. That guy. Oh. Well, so, 
And I, I like Family Guy. Not, I guess I did slam it, but um, but I like Family Guy. But one of their big producers always comes at me on uh, Twitter, and I just say, "Hey, th thanks for the thanks for the likes." And um, I'm a big fan of yours. That's what I say. I never come back at them. So yes, Sam, to answer your question, I get a lot of fucking shit for a lot of people because I oppose fascism no matter where I see it. Whether it comes from a corporate fucking warmonger like uh, John Kerry, Bill Clinton, or fucking Hillary Clinton, or, or Barack Obama, or whether it comes from George Bush or Dick Cheney or, or uh, Donald Tonahan's Trump. I fucking oppose it <laughs> no matter where I see it, and that's not okay in Hollywood. In Hollywood, you're only, you're only allowed two choices, and that's, why, that's where those people are wrong, they, that they think they have two choices. You have no fucking choice. There yeah. are no choice. Yeah. If you pick Hillary Clinton or Donald fucking Trump or Hillary Clinton or Jeb Bush or Mitch or uh, or, or Mitch Mulaney, what the fuck, Mitch Mulaney? That's a comedian. <laughs> I'm not Mitch McConnell. <laughs> Mitch McConnell, or if you picked uh, Barack Obama over the fucking dickhead he ran against, it doesn't matter. We get the same shit. We voted for John McCain, or you voted for Sarah Palin, or you voted for. Barack Obama, we got a right-wing health care plan, the banks got bigger, we expanded the wars from two to seven, and the income disparity got greater. You tell me who the fuck we voted for. We voted for the party of power, and that's all we have left in America. No fucking shit. To the point where they pretend that Jill Stein, someone with no money and no power, somehow affected the election. No money and no fucking power. Those are the people that they're blaming and scapegoating, not the powerful. So whenever you catch someone scapegoating the powerless, the people with no money, you know those people are full of shit, and they're protecting corruption. <laughs> Ryan Davis from Tin Pod, how are you doing, man? Doing great. How's everyone doing? Right. Right. It's, been awesome. it's been so awesome for you to be here tonight. This has been fantastic. You guys have a great audience. The fact that I can come to a comedy club uh, in both rooms and have people with open minds is fucking mind-blowing mm -hmm. to me. So uh, I applaud your audience. Way to go. Amen. Amen. That's a beautiful thing, but do you think the gap is widening between those that are getting dumbed down and those that are waking up? Yes. Yeah, it's kind of sad, right? I yes, it's, it's kind of like sad. People I used to respect immensely have now lost their fucking minds because Hillary Clinton is not president. They've lost their fucking minds. The Democratic Party has lost their fucking mind. Well, the Democratic Party isn't the Democratic Party. I told you what happened in the 90s. They stopped being the Democratic Party, which is why Ralph Bader ran in the first fucking place and why uh, we had Bernie Sanders this time. Bernie Sanders ran, he didn't want to fucking run. He ran because he saw that there was no option, that there was no difference between Jeb Bush and Hillary Clinton or Ted Cruz or whatever the fuck. There is a difference between uh, Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton and it's very little, it's right. very little. So, uh, and people don't want you to believe that. Right now, the Democrats just went along with that $700 billion military increase, which could have paid for all our student loans, which could have gave us free college, which could give us fucking health care. They didn't do any of that fucking shit. They gave it to bombs that are going to be dropped. So, right, so that's what they don't want. And uh, I fight against that, and I get shit left. Half the left hates my fucking guts. So, I'm not that popular. Uh, with people who think critically. I'm, I'm popular with people who do think critically and people who want to push back against the corporate state. Because we live in a corporate time. You know, Idiocracy, I thought, was a movie about the future. Yeah. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> the biggest victim in all this is Idiocracy because it used to be so goddamn hilarious and now it's a fucking documentary. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. uh, non-white people. 
<laughs> so if we can't vote our way out of this situation, do we just go down with the ship? Like, are we just fucked? I've been asking people, how do we start a revolution? And I mean a real revolution. And they're like, well, you have to get guns and stuff. And I'm like, I don't know if you have to get guns. Egypt had to uh, to hear square, although they got crushed by the military. But uh, <laughs> I think that if we did slow, we had a million people in the streets against the Iraq war, and that wasn't enough. So we have to have more than a million people in the streets. But I think we can get a million people in the streets. I think we can get more than that. I think, well, half the country doesn't vote as it is. Why? Because they know it's bullshit. That they know they're not going to vote for the puppet on the left or the right. And if they vote for Jill Stein or Gary Johnson, they're going to be ostracized from polite society, which is fucking bullshit, right? So I think a real revolution, Bernie Sanders started every speech he gave during the 2016 primary campaign by saying, sounds like you're ready for a revolution and the place would go fucking crazy because people know that without a revolution, we're fucked. We are, right? Because the way, the both parties are one, the ruling elite has a stranglehold on corporate cash and our fucking legislators, and they are not letting go. So how do we get back that? Bernie Sanders is the most popular politician in the country right now, by far, by a factor of fucking 30. The next one is Elizabeth Warren, who is way down on the list next to him. And yet, no, everybody still treats him like he's some kind of outsider. That guy couldn't be more fucking mainstream. I turned on Todd, Chuck Todd on NBC, America's number one newsman, and he tells us that because Bernie Sanders want Medicare for all, which is fucking favored by 65% of the country and 80% of Democrats, he said that he's, he is divisive. No, Chuck Todd, you're fucking divisive because your paycheck depends on keeping good shit away from the fucking populace. That's who's divisive. He can fucking compare Steve Bannon and Bernie Sanders in the same news segment as being divisive without batting a fucking eye. That's fake news. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. But it comes down, we just, we just have to stop. Stop having your face in front of a screen, in front of a television. Stop being affected by the advertising. Live on a needs-based society and take the word want out of it and you'll realize that you don't have to spend so much time in your life working and you don't have to spend so much time in your life to paying for a place that you're not at because you have to work to pay for it because you're not there to fill it with things that you're never going to touch ah, yeah. so why not just yeah. live in a needs-based society and if you lived with just your passion you'd realize that every person that you interact with when you go to the grocery store you make eye contact with them and you're an open listener and that's really what the world needs, is to realize how much in common we have with everybody. And if we were open-hearted listeners and found that unity in that, and turned our backs on the media and the actual the propaganda that's keeping us in this war culture, and we turned in mass and said, we're not going to watch anymore, and nobody would show up to the war and they'd have to come up with a different plan. We're still fucked, but disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> well, we live in a death of time Uh, I'm for everything except the eye contact at the grocery store. <laughs> when I look at this panel, I see passionate people, passionate cat owner, passionate politician, passionate conspiracy theorist, passionate on many, many, many things. Yes. Me, I, I'm passionate about love. And that's how I think he's going to do this. Because, I mean, it's, look, I might look like a flower child. But no. fuck, I got the, sor the soul and the heart of a punk rocker. Right. So um, the fact that you guys are out here on a Tuesday, you're listening to us babble in both rooms, but you're showing up. So you're showing up to your own lives. And I just want to applaud you guys for doing yeah, that. Thank so you very much. Yeah. 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 Sam did give us a sign. We need to start wrapping it up.
But, I mean, this has been awesome for me. I have never done a live podcast before. A lot of you probably listen to the one I do from my bunker at home. And it's just been awesome. I mean, I'm pretty psyched. This has been pretty successful, I would say. I would say right. it's been very successful. Are you kidding me? Yeah. I just talked to him and Max raised fifteen thousand dollars tonight. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And let me and let me just say, for a guy with that hat and that long hair, you have the whitest teeth I've ever seen. Well, thanks so much for coming. I hope you had a good time. Thank you. Great job. Yeah, thanks, man.